You were listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Tomorrow night, second game of the season is an away game in Kissimmee against Osceola. This is a rematch of the 2020 state championship, which we beat them 38-10. to After this break... We'll talk about the game. So last year, Osceola went 9-3. They lost to Coco, 21-20. They lost to West Orange in a regular season, 35-21. And then they lost again to West Orange in the playoffs to knock them out of the playoffs 16-7. to Like us, Osceola had their kickoff classic canceled due to lightning and rain. It was going to be against a pop cut, so they didn't get to play a kickoff classic. Osceola's first game of the season was against Treasure Coast, and they beat them 14-5. to And in watching that game, Osceola's offense struggled early in the game. A lot of penalties and got to expect that since it was the first game without a kickoff classic. So their offense uh, struggled in the beginning. The first score in that game was from Treasure Coast. They had a field goal uh, that made it 3 to nothing. Osceola would get a special teams touchdown on a kickoff return for 85 yards from Trevion Swint, who was also their running back. Then Treasure Coast would get a safety on a botched snap. Uh, so Treasure Coast, uh, at that point, it was 7-5. to five. Osceola would get a running touchdown from Elijah Menendez, and that would... Uh, would be their only touchdown of the night. Osceola would get close to the end zone one more time, but then the pass was from David Bugs was intercepted by Treasure Coast, so they didn't score. So in that game, Osceola's offense struggled, but their defense was able to keep them in the game, and I think that's kind of their uh, mentality for the, at least in the beginning of the season, is their defense is going to be uh, what they lean on. So let's talk a little bit about some of the players that are on that defense for them. So the first one we're going to talk about is the four-star defensive tackle John Walker, who had a load of D1 offers. Uh, He ended up committing to UCF. He's a 6'4", 310-pound, four-star defensive tackle. Keeping on the defensive front, we have Derek LeBlanc, who is a four-star 6'4", 220 pound, and he is committed to Oklahoma. Staying on that defensive front, there's Elijah Palermo, who is a 6 foot, 285 pound defensive tackle and defensive end who has some offers as well. So as you can see, that defensive line is stacked with a lot of talent, and uh, they'd only They uh, had 26 sacks last year combined, as well as uh, the defensive line only gave up 585 yards rushing. They also have some quick linebackers, so that's Robert Lee, as well as 
Jamarian McLennan. And they also have a good secondary. So in the secondary, Bo Masco is committed to Rutgers University. And the other cornerback is LaCory Walker, who has some offers from Louisville. Ole Miss is a couple of offers from the D1 side. So uh, he's another good cornerback for them. So as you can see, Osceola's strength is their defense. They have a good defensive line, and they have a good secondary, and they have some fast linebackers. On the offensive side of the ball, their quarterbacks that they had in the last game was David Buggs, who is a senior. Uh, they also have had Gunnar Holland in there as well. So those are the two quarterbacks between the spring game and the first game that has been in there. And their offense runs through their running back, Tavion Swint who not only is their leading running back, uh, he also uh, returns kickoffs, and he was the one that had the 85-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. So uh, he'll be on kickoff returns running back as well. So. And sometimes they have him out as receiver. He's from the class of 2025, and he has offers from Florida, FSU, Michigan, Minnesota, and Ole Miss. One thing about Osceola, though, looking at last year's stats for Tavion Swint, is uh, he only had 612 yards with 12 touchdowns, which means uh, looking at the first two games of this year and some last year, they like to run uh, multiple people in the backfield. So that's why uh, you'll see uh, running back from by committee with uh, Osceola with besides the uh, Javion Swint out there. So from the standpoint at looking at Osceola, their offense struggled a bit last game, as well as the defense was didn't allow any points. So in that case, their defense is strong and their offense is just starting to get into the swing of things. So from a defense's perspective, I think our keys to the game is to keep Javion Swin in check. Uh, both on his uh, special teams when he's returning the kicks as well as uh, when he's in running back or getting out in space. And they do have a couple of other kids that can also get out in space. So that's going to come down to our linebackers, making sure that when they do get out in space that uh, they're tackled before they go for long runs. So from the, uh, our defensive perspective, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think if we also forced them to pass, there was a bad throw from their quarterback, and who's a new quarterback, and he uh, threw an interception last game. So I think uh, if our defensive line can get pressure on the quarterback uh, and make, force them to throw and have them try to beat us with their throwing game, I think that's going to be key as well. I think our keys on offense are – and I'm, like I said last game, I think it's going to fall on our offensive line again this game. Since Osceola has such a great defensive front, uh, it's going to be how our offensive line can deal with that defensive front in order to give Luke some protection as well as get the running game going. So this is the second game in a row where our offensive line is going against a tough defense, both uh, defensive line and defensive uh 
and linebackers. So uh, last week they rose to the occasion and they were winning most of the battles. So that's a key to look at for this week on how the offensive line responds to Osceola's uh, defensive front, who I think is a little better than uh, Riverviews. And again, our offense, I think, from the standpoint of execution, has to be balanced again. And uh, so the Osceola's defense held uh, the last game they played. The uh, Treasure Coast didn't score at all, so uh, they didn't even get close to scoring. So on our offense, we got to make sure we're balanced and we got to execute. So from our offense, it's definitely going to come down to execution on offense. So that's what I have for the pregame and the keys to the game as I see it. So let's see how the game goes tomorrow. It's uh, number one against number two as far as the Orlando Sentinel rankings. We're number one and Osceola is ranked number two. Uh, Osceola's got a great team. They always have a good team and it's a rematch of the 2020 state championship. So definitely got to get the W. Uh, that's all I have for the pregame, and it's at away at Osceola, and I thought it was going to be on Varsity Sports Network, but uh, looking again, I don't think it is. It might be on an FHS uh, network, but uh, I can never count on that. You can never tell if it's going to be on or off. So best way to get is to get down to the game. Uh, it's in Kissimmee and uh, should be a great game. So that's all I have for the pregame. Thanks for listening and please share.